Hey everybody, welcome back to Six Pod, your weekly Toronto sports podcast hosted by Jacob and Simon. Um, back at it with another episode. Um, a lot's been going on um, with really all the leaks. Uh, something to touch on, some sports related um, content as well. So it's super, super exciting. Uh, we're going to be touching on a lot of different things, but first we've got to check in with uh, the co-host here, Jacob Sherman. How are we doing? Doing well, Simon. Doing well. Um, Jays are on a winning kind of tilt recently. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's a positive, but uh, my uh, my team in the Euro Cup actually just got kicked out today. The, uh, the Netherlands, they uh, took a pretty tough loss to the Czech Republic earlier today. And I can't yeah. do it. I just what? can't get into can't soccer. Watch it? I just can't. It's, I think if you had a team, it would it would make a little I think bit so. of a difference. I think so. What but what is I'm not, what is, what is your background? You are very associated with the Dutch the Dutch team. Are you wearing the orange and, and eating okay, what's, that, no, what's that salt uh salt water candy that you oh just drippies? Oh drippies are you just eat just downing so, those while you're watching the, the team <laughs> i do i do have an orange uh orange jersey, yeah you wear it eh? i can't lie I, I haven't worn it though because i think it's been too small for me for about five years now but <laughs> it's uh it's it's there i have uh, it to answer your and, question i am um i think british and scottish people so cheer, so definitely cheer, for the, scottish. cheer for the english see, yeah that see that's the thing i i think it's i think it's the soccer element Hmm. Um, I just, I just have never been a soccer fan. I enjoy playing soccer. I'm not good at it, but I enjoy playing it. And I think it's because I just don't know enough to, to follow it as well as, um, I just can't stand the diving. That's just, I was here, listen to this. So I was talking to one of my, one of my friends and he like, he's a soccer guy, like yeah. watches premier league, like can't every weekend. Do it, man. And I'm like, man, it wouldn't be so hard to watch if these dives weren't happening every three minutes. And, oh. and this is what he said. He said, dude, the diving isn't that bad anymore. I'm like, are we watching Are we watching the same game right now? I think I was watching um, Portugal, Belgium. And I was like, man, this is hard to watch because every three minutes, someone is like on the floor. Yeah. Like complaining about the near death experience. And, and here's the thing with that, though. Is if they don't dive, they don't get a call. So it's yeah. like it's it's like, do you blame the the players? Do you blame the sport? Do you just it's is it just it's like the NBA? The NBA, is, yeah, yeah, they're it's both trending too. in pretty bad directions. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I really, I really do wish I could get into it, but I just mm-hmm. don't think it's a sport for me unless the TFC makes it into. What about what if Canada made the World Cup? Would you kind of watch those games? Um, I I see that's that's what that's where I'm struggling. I don't even think I would. And that you'd is, have to. You that's have the to. defining factor factor um like a factor for me is that even if Canada was in it, I probably still wouldn't care. And that kind of leads me to believe that I'm just not a fan of okay, soccer. But you've never experienced that. I think if you actually 
had maybe. that little bit of like maybe pride. Like, Who's the like, unreal Canadian? Alfonso? Alfonso Davies. Yeah. No him. That's the only Canadian <laughs> football because that's the correct that's the term. Yeah. Um, but moving back to uh to relevant. Toronto, Toronto relevant. sports. Toronto, yeah. Cause that's what it is, six pod. Um I, Jacob, do you are your mood is your mood correlated with the Jays' success or lack thereof? Because for me, when the Leafs are doing well, I I wake up happier. Um, the days go by quicker. Um, I'm just overall in a more pleasant mood. Mm-hmm. But when the Leafs um, disappoint, and, and that's more often than not, I am irritable, frustrated, um, sad, all of the above, kind of. Is that to you, like you as well, or are you less emotionally, and not necessarily invested, but I guess affected is probably a better, better word. So, yeah. So, okay. Let me, recently, a lot of my teams in various sports have been taking pretty hard losses. So yeah, as, that, as that builds up, you. yeah, as that builds up, yeah, it starts to, you know, yeah. make me a little less, a little less hopeful overall yeah. as a person, yeah. not even as a sports fan, just as a person. So, um, I'm more in the moment though, when it comes to the Jays, like if I'm watching the game, I get really frustrated, get really happy. But then once the game is done, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. But once, like I said, James Harden's taking a loss, the Dutch team's taking a loss. Um, the Leafs took a loss, like those three within a month, that's a little hard to soak. Okay. Yeah. But since I guess we're kind of talking about the Jays, let's, let's start there. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of positives coming out of there. Yeah. Huge. So let's just kind of uh, let's kind of just address their situation right now in, in mm-hmm. the AL. Um, so they're above 500, which is fa- uh, which is fantastic. Um, that fantastic. was not that was not the case um, a week ago. They've won, yeah, they've won seven of their yeah. last eight, and yeah. they should have won eight of their last eight. Yeah. Uh, thank you, bullpen. Right. Um, right Springer on is back. Springer's back. Already has hasn't one, looked uh, hasn't looked fantastic. But he'll he's gonna there. adjust, right? He'll get there. He'll get there for sure. He's he's seeing the ball well, right? Because like, yeah, that's what he's I'm saying. taking like, walks. Just gotta, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's taking walks. He's just kind of got a. I don't know. When you're out of the major leagues for even like a couple months, like I, how, I man, feel like how long? Still, how long has he been? Out? So because like they play every day, and I don't yeah. like I still can't get used to that. Like so I'm played, just so used to like a three three game schedule, right? Cause even in basketball too, it, it's, it's definitely more. And then like, yeah. if there's like four games in a week, I'm like, Whoa, let's take a step back. I need yeah. to reevaluate. It's a lot of time being devoted. And, but like with the chase, just boom, 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 boom. So how long has it been? Like, so I know, I don't remember how many games it took them to come back for those, that four or five game stretch. Remember at the beginning of May. Um, yeah, I when... think that was probably 30 games, 30 yeah. plus games. Yeah. And then yeah. I do know that since that, that, you know, second injury, it took him 44 games to get back. After... Lots of base running. Yeah. Lots of, lots of George is looking good with the sprints <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. Lots George of base took, running. yeah. George did some outfield work. So, um, but no. yeah, the Jays, yeah. they're that lineup, man, with George Springer in it is just, it's something else. It's scary. And you can just tell like 
every game we're putting up, I know it's the Orioles and the Marlins that have been our last couple opponents, but I, I literally can't see that lineup being shut down by yeah. any team. It's like, tough. It's tough because there's so no breaks, tough. right? There's no breaks. And even even the nine guy right now, Reese McGuire is hitting above 300. So, Bro, his average is 321 right now. Yeah. So OP, OPS 8, uh, 8.14.8. That's, that's, is that good? That's exceeding. That's Yeah, that's extremely better than I think anyone thought any catcher on the J would be hitting at this point in June. And I know he hasn't been the everyday guy, Man. but Yo, right now he his, is. His last 15 games, average, I know small sample size, but he has just been getting in because of the injuries in the catcher position. Mm-hmm. Average is 419, man. Like that's it. That's that's good. Yeah, he's, he's on a hot seven, streak. And... Five forty two. A lot of people are asking, like, is this is this is he legit? Like, is he breaking out right now, or is this just a hot streak that's going to come to be, an end? I think it's point. a PDO. I think it will go back to, like, I don't know. Let's let's that'd just be unreal, see. man. If Why this doubt? is like him, that'd be unreal. That'd be because yeah, that's that's a yeah, that's a nine person deep lineup, and I mean he can catch too. Yeah. Like if you're thinking from no, a defensive yeah. position, like he can handle Ryu. He can oh, handle. he's got a hose. He's got a hose too. That's what right? I'm saying. Takes it he, out sometimes. He's fun. He's fun. Yeah. Um, and that that's always important too. Um, another notable name that I think we need to throw it in, and we will apologize whenever we talk about this person. We will just quickly apologize for the for the horrendous take that that Jacob and I had um, of trading. Um, young Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Um, we are sorry again, but he is absolutely just having himself a season. Leading the home it's runs, unreal. 26, right? Every um, time someone like Hotani, Tatis, Akun, anytime someone comes close to him, he's like, mm, time to hit like three in three days. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's unbelievable the clip he's doing this at. And I... To see him sustain this, Simon, he's at 26. We're not even halfway through the season quite yet. We're getting there. We're getting close. I believe we're like only a couple games out mm-hmm. of halfway through the season. But he's on pace for over 50 home runs. Last last year that did that, Simon? Who? Uh, Bautista? Joey Bats. So that's some elite company. Like... As a J, I'm Bro. I'm I'm also fairly sure that Bautista is the only other J that's ever hit 50. I think so. I I can't I can't confirm that. Yeah. So the Jays are 40 and 36. So they're 70 yeah. 76 yeah. games, five games to the halfway. Who knows? <laughs> that's, 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 How that's many a... more? How many more is he going to hit? But Simon, so kind of speaking on that, uh, Vladdy's success. A lot yeah. of Jays are are being are being celebrated as there are five Blue Jays that are in the finalists of the uh, starting All-Star Game 2021 ballot. Um, Simon, we got Vladdy is the overall AL leading vote getter. I think he's overall in all of baseball, actually. Vladdy yes, is the, he is. I've confirmed yeah. that. Okay, Vladdy is the That's number confirmed. one first baseman and any position. But he is the starting first baseman as of right now. He will be, without a doubt, um, the starting first baseman for the All-Star game. Marcus Semyon is first and second baseman in the AL right now. Um, so he's likely going to start for the All-Star game this year. Uh, Bo Bichette is second in AL shortstop voting, only behind Bogarts. I 
I don't think he's going to be the starter, but he's absolutely going to be in there, I think, as a reserve. So that's exciting for Bo. Simon, then we got two outfielders, um, Teoscar Hernandez and Randall Gritchick, I think are fifth and ninth, respectively, in the uh, outfield AL kind of vote ballot. So potentially one of them, maybe both of them could be um, in the All-Star game. I don't think it's likely either of them start at this point in time, but no. exciting to see them both on that finalist list because they've both been playing really well. So lots to lots to be happy about as a Jays fan right now. Um, and like, we don't say that every week, but... Well, and when, it's, it's important it's... to... Sorry to interrupt you, Jacob. No, 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 no. Um, man, the the... Like the closing relieving uh, relievers have stepped up this past week, right? Because mm-hmm. like last week we were just <laughs> just okay. drilling it okay. into their into into relievers, and it, it was granted. But this past week, man, um, Romano, it's good 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 pitcher. You can get some stuff done. Um, Canadian, he's a Canadian. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We who else is? So they got they called up another guy, Patrick Murphy. And he had a great performance today, great outing today. And, and we he's signed supposed to be someone in the mid fifties. Who is that? Whatever his name is, he's from Canada Baseball. Oh, John Oxford. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, so he's he's on a minor league deal. So it's kind of a win-win. Like if he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. We're not paying him a lot of money. So like, give the guy a chance. He was he was actually uh, playing on Team Canada at the, uh, at the I think it was the Olympic qualifiers. There was a it was recent, yeah. So he was playing yeah, for was. Team Canada there. And he was pumping like 97, 98. So if he's able to kind of take that form, the Jays will take that for sure. For and sure. I'm looking at the the IL list and oh. It's not as bad as it used to be, right? No, it, we're getting some like, no, we're getting some players back, but oh my goodness. They're all pitchers, eh? Like yeah. And yeah. Uh, and Alejandro Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's playing too, though. He should be making his way back soon. So, as well. so let me also say this, like we're talking about Maguire's success. Yeah. One of Kirk Jansen or um, Maguire is going to be moved. And I think for trade, for like by yeah, trade deadline, so by the trade deadline, I think I've heard rumblings from my sources. Um, is it rumblings or murmurs? Cause there's a it's big mu- difference. It's rumblings. It's rumblings right now. So, okay, so it's I've not, it's not intense. No, it's not intense, but they want to get some sort of deal done. I've heard other people saying like they're really confident the Jays are going to make some big moves, like similar to that 2015 um, team where they signed Price and Tulowitzki. Yeah, I want to talk to you about that though, Jacob. Not necessarily about that. I, I continue on this one, but I, I think and maybe this is a good time to talk about. It. I, I do think I think you and I have very different perceptions of what this trade deadline is going to look for the Jays. But continue on this catcher position because it is interesting. Yeah. So. At this point in time, the biggest trade chips that are movable for the Jays are going to be catchers because they're kind of deep there. They got four good serviceable catchers, right? At this point in time, Um, even Riley, Riley Adams, the um, like the fourth kind of guy, he's been called up right now because Kirk and Jansen are out. Um, He's got a lot of potential. He's a big body. So any four of those catchers, I think, are the top four kind of movable pieces. And they're not looking to move like prospects like Pearson, uh, like Manoa, like Woods Richardson, like Groshans, Martin, right? So those yeah. guys are fairly untouchable. And you look at the core we have in our actual like MLB lineup, 
not many of those guys are looking to be moved because we got Semyon on a one-year deal. We got Springer on that long-term deal. And then you got all the young guys who the Jays are still planning to build around. Um, so I don't know if there's a lot of, you know, movability in our actual current lineup. I don't know if there's a lot of um, tradeability for our current top prospects. So I think if there's going to be a move, it'll be low prospects or one of those catchers. Things to look it, for. It, it can't be McGuire though, right? It might be because again, if this is a hot streak, his stock is going to be at an all-time high. And as if you're buying and you're like, this catcher has a lot of upside, maybe we throw in a better reliever or a better pitcher than we were we would give for Danny Jansen at this point because Danny Jansen's had a terrible start to the season even though he's regarded as a better catcher. You know what I mean? That would suck because so, I'm starting to like him. I'm starting McGuire? to like... Um, yeah, I'm starting to like McGuire. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But long-term, right? Yeah, no, long I get term. it. So... Jacob, I brought up an idea last week regarding a, a potential move that the Jays could make um, for the upcoming trade deadline. And you were very disappointed in it. I suggested that Marcus Simeon no. could be on the move. He's not going to be. Okay. Explain to me then, riddle me this, if you will, Jacob. Why are we going to walk a player who, as you put, has high stock value, who is highly regarded, who's had a, a fantastic year? Why would we walk him right into free agency? Because they're in win, they're in win now mode. Like as much so as we're, it's hard we're, to are see, we buying? Yeah, at we're this buying. Trade deadline? We are buying at this. We're trade contending. Deadline. I believe that's what the the front office wants to do. I personally, personally, I'm not sure we want to go all in on this year. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't think this is the year. But I don't think you'd trade Simeon because I Why? think, I think if there's a chance you want to compete this year, you keep the best second baseman in the AL at this point in time. But wouldn't it be better to trade Simeon to get a player? Hey, I don't know, maybe some pitching for players who actually have term. Because it's very clear, Jacob. It's very clear. Simeon yeah. is not coming back next year. He I don't is, know if it's very clear. He but said he's that publicly. He didn't say those words publicly. He he does he is looking for a payday and he's gonna get it. That's that's what we yeah. know. He bet on himself this this yeah, one year deal. It's paying off. And for remember him so far. another. Pre- I don't think this is as bad of a take as we made about Guerrero, but we also said that Simeon's deal was a little rich, which it was, but he has earned it based yeah. on his performance. Well, we said we said if he's back to that 2019 yeah, 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 yeah. MVP yeah. finalist, yeah, then he's he worth it, and he has been. So good for him. Jacob, I'm looking at the AL here, right? I don't know about you. I wasn't expecting the Red Sox to be this good. No, no one was. Right? No one was. They have a six. They have a point six oh three percentage right now. We're only six games back, though. Okay, so realistically, we are. we are. And and we're only how many games back? Five games back of the of the wild card. So we are in it as of right now. We are in the hunt. 
were in third place in the East. Yeah. And I know, like, obviously, I just feel like a trade to with Simeon would significantly make this team better for the the foreseeable future. Okay, but what what then are you are you expecting? Are you expecting prospects for Simeon? Are you expecting a pitcher who's on a long term deal? So players, players. Okay, but Simon, who if you're if you're giving a rental to someone, why would they be giving you other solid current players with good term? You know what I mean. To like win, if you're selling, to win, like who, I, I look, I'm looking at teams right now, right? Yeah, but why would another com- competing and contending team sell you good players just to get good players back? Like that's, it's it's gonna zero out because whatever they're giving us for Simeon, obviously we're gonna be asking for a lot because Simeon's having a great year. Correct. And say like, let's say a team like the Yankees wants him. Okay. Yeah, I want Garrett Cole. Yeah, exactly. And they're not going to give you Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I and I, I can't. I'm not fluid enough to provide like trade mockups and trade whatever. But I, I, I just think, and I think it's interesting. Like you and I have a very different. I don't think very different, but I think you and I do have a different philosophy for how the Jays should approach. Listen, I think the team has earned the right for the front office to get some help. Yeah. I, th- I think. I think. Like they, they, they imagine they imagine play. if they had a good bullpen. Imagine if they yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like first, I, I like, do I don't think we I don't think the Jays should just be absolutely sellers and not like I think they want I think making a push is is permissible here i think and it i, I understand what you're saying with Simeon. like i understand the thought behind it but in reality no contending team is going to give us a fair value one back. for one with the dodgers yeah. i want trevor bauer sure there it's not going to happen and we're not taking 40 million dollars <laughs> yeah, no i was about to say i don't think even the jc yes to that no well so I, I don't um, think it makes sense, but yeah, no. Okay. I like him too. So I, I want to see him stick around. Don't think he will, but I want to see him stick around. If he'll, if we even have the chance to, and if, Hey, if we end up doing really well this year, Simon, maybe he wants to stay with a winner, right? You never yeah. Know. Hey, Hey, listen, Canada could be fun for him. And he has yet to play. He's in, yet to play in Canada and to Canada, which is a Hunjin crazy. Ryu has yet to play in Canada. Do you realize that? Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. He's so um, funny. I love him. <laughs> he's so he's just like he's just cute. I yeah. don't know what else to put it. <laughs> he just want to give him a hug. Um are is there anything else uh related to the Jays? Sure. I don't think so. No, no, no. We can uh we can move on, Simon. Let's uh let's go into a little preview of the 2021 NHL Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> oh, so, I, I can't do this. See, <sighs> I don't understand why you're. So I understand, like in the sense that you wish the Leafs were at this point, but they're not, and I think I think it's fair to be happy for the Canadians. I'm no, not a diehard no, Leafs fan, no, so I'm not like someone no, who hates the Canadians. No, no. Can't but do it. we want to see friend of the pod Nick Suzuki do really well, right? That's what we want. Yeah, I want I want that, and, and I also want one other player 
on the Habs to get a cup, Carey Price. He I deserves think, one. I think that is something that would be very cool. Does does Carey Price is okay? I know he's been an X factor in most series, but is he going to be able to stop like this insanely over the cap lightning offense? Like, yeah, I don't even think it's honest. I don't. I don't think so. like. Okay, but I don't think it's even we that. We said this I about... No, 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 no. I know, but I'm being a little bit more wise with my words now. Montreal's system suffocates and frustrates high-octane offense. It happened with the Leafs. Winnipeg is a joke of a team, so that doesn't count. It frustrated Vegas. And now you have another high octane team. So I, I I do think I don't know. What's your like what's your prediction of this series? I'm gonna say Tampa in six. I think I'm gonna man, say as, as good as the Canadians have been, Simon. I I think I got, I called the lightning taking the cup if the Leafs weren't going to. I don't know if you remember that. That's one of your better takes that you've had. It's one of my better takes I've had for sure. Um, especially in, in recent history, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't want to under underestimate this Habs team again. Cause like, this is like the third time or fourth time we're saying, I think that's why that's yeah, man, it's, I, I so can't. it's like, can you say that anymore? Yeah. Like, like they've been I do think I, every I'm, series. I'm, not, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, my every like I if the if the Habs win this cup, I am throwing every piece of analytics, stats, logic just out the window because it really doesn't make sense, right? You're looking at a team like Vegas, you're looking at a team like the Leafs, you're looking at a team like Tampa. Canadians just don't have that offensive power especially with Tampa when they're $20 million over the salary cap. So it just doesn't make sense. But look at what has happened thus far in this series. Crazy things have happened. So Jacob, I, 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 I'm with you. I do think Tampa is going to take this series. I do think it's going to be in seven. But I, I I do think how's how's um Vasilevsky been playing? He's been playoffs? good. He's been Has good. He been that's a fun. That's a fun matchup. That's a fun uh, fun are, matchup. Because these are two of the top goalies, best right? goalies, best goalies in the league. And yeah, so it just kind of comes down to the intangibles in this series, right? You got another high super powered offense, and then you got these gritty Canadians that just seem to get things done. So it's going to come down to what what the Canadians can do to stop yeah, them I'm, and frustrate yeah. them, like you said, and it's going to yeah. come down to them scoring in timely timely circumstances because the I, Canadians I are be they're never blowing them out. They're never blowing the other no. teams out. No, they're winning the close games. OT two one, right? And that's yeah. what I'm saying. It just frustrates. Yeah. I, I I do want to go on record here though. I'm not cheering for the Habs. I never will. I am actively cheering for. The Lightning, if I'm going to be completely honest. I, I do not want the Habs to win. Um, however, 
there is, as I kind of mentioned before, there is this tiny, tiny little part of me that would like to see, obviously, Nick Suzuki, friend of the pod, yeah, as well as Carey Price, because I think that is fantastic. He deserves it. He's a great goalie, better person, does a lot of great things, both off the ice with respect to Indigenous rights, because um, he is Indigenous. Carey Price um, is Indigenous? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? Did not. Very cool. What, yeah. His, what... His, uh, what- Indigenous. I, I don't know that, but I do okay. know that uh, his mom is um, a chief of oh, wow. their his community. Mom. Yeah, yeah, very, very involved. I, let me so just... it's 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 pretty direct. Then it's not like one sixteenth or no, 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 way back. So it's pretty. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Cool. No, and it, it, I'm that's um, yeah. So oh, I have it right here. Uh, L- uh, Linda Price is the current chief. Of the Ukata Cho, I hope I'm I am pronouncing that right. First Nation, um, kind of west of uh, Williams Lake, and it's, uh, yeah, and yeah, that's very very cool. He uh, um, has uh, Indigenous heritage and does a lot. So yeah, yeah, good very for him, cool for sure. Um, so yeah, that'd be very cool to see um, him win a cup. That would be fun, but I, I get I get that as a because I'm not at the same point you are in my and least... it's not because I hate the Habs I, I I I it's because I hate the Leafs. Okay, that's yeah. where it is. Okay, Makes it's sense. not be it's not I don't like it's you know let's say you get cheated on, right? And I, I do I do feel let's, like I've been cheated okay. on. Okay, so where's um, this going? You know, like you, you hate the person that your partner cheated with right but it's because you're mad at your significant other really like it that's what that's where like that's where the real anger is okay that's where i'm at the leafs cheated on me and 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 just tossed my heart in into the into the road and stamped stamped on it and literally bent over (laughs) for the habs and so now I am mad at the Habs um, as, as a cause of that. I hope everybody enjoyed that <laughs> uh, picture. Yeah, that analogy was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that um, took us down a fight. But <laughs> anyways. Uh, moving on. Can we stay on hockey, Jim? If that's okay. Yeah, we can stay on hockey. What's, what's happening? So last Wednesday, because we're recording this Sunday evening, the Kraken announced their head coach, which was really um, secretive. Uh, no one could get a feel on what the Kraken was doing. They uh, interviewed Rick Tockett, who is the ex-Arizona um, coach. Um, and so it was very, very secretive. And when they announced it, uh, everybody kind of was surprised. I was surprised. I didn't know this person was being interviewed. That was kind of uh, a huge surprise. And it is Dave Haxtell, the former assistant coach for the Toronto Maple Leafs, who served both under Sheldon Keefe, as well as Mike Babcock. And when it got announced, I started to 
kind of look up the history between Ron Francis, who is the general manager of Seattle Kraken, as well as and kind of the relationship they've had with or he's had with Haxtell, I should say. And it is very evident. Um, they've worked together in international play before. Um, Francis, who really kind of felt Haxtell could provide um, a good base to the to, to for the Kraken, and yeah, um, so that's that's fun. Um, really, I, I could care less about the Kraken. This now allows us an opening. Sorry, I was very abrupt, but um, we now have an opening assistant coach, which is, which is fantastic. And I, I don't, I, I don't know. And Imaholtra stepping up. No, no, no. I want him gone. I want him gone. I want him gone. I want him gone. So we. What I if, would like? I would like two. I would like two. Do they bring new assistant coaches? Babcock? No. Nope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. But I, 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 for now though, let's just pretend that they're. Let's say, in this dark, twisted reality. So rattled in, right now. Um. Let's think that Maholtra is back next year. Okay, we have one assistant coach opening spot. I have three people who I think it could be, or who I would like it to be. I should say, this is kind of like a mix of like a wish list slash prediction. So the first one, Bruce Boudreau. I think that'd be fun. He's a huge Leafs fan. Um, you got you to gotta give more background on these guys. Where do they come from? So he, he coached um, Washington for the very, very long time. A little short guy, pudgy. Um, if you saw a picture of him, you would, you, would know, you would know what he looks like. I coached for Minnesota for a while. He's kind of been out of the game for a little bit. The only reason why I want him, Jacob, is because mm-hmm. he's a Leafs fan. And like, like admittedly. And I think that'd be cool to have like a coach. Um, be a Leafs fan. I don't think we've ever like had that before. Um, and he's said that like he would be interested coming back or coming to coach in Toronto. The likelihood of that, I don't know because um, I think Keith would get um, not hurt, but I, I think maybe his ego would be kind of hurt having like him as an assistant coach because Boudreaux just maybe he needs that because that me yeah hey I listen I think I think there's a point to be made why do you think uh Paul McLean was brought in right like like didn't do enough obviously yeah so um that's my first like wish list do I think that's the most likely no I don't unfortunately I think it'd be really cool though and so I'm hoping for it yeah two uh, or my second person that I think could be the assistant coach is AJ uh, McLean. Have you ever heard that name before? Probably not. Never. <laughs> so he's been the Marley's assistant coach since 2015. How um, am so, I supposed so, to know who that is? The Marley's it's a, it's assistant a, coach. It's a, Toronto, it's a Toronto sports podcast. Come on. When have we talked about that? <laughs> Anyways. Um, listen, I had to do my research on him too, so don't worry. Uh, he was Keith's guy. They know each other very well. He ran keeps power play, um, which needs a full makeover um, and has been successful. And so they know each other very well. So I do think that is a, a potential. And then my last um, person, 
and I think you would know this name, and it's kind of a wild card. I actually don't know if this is even a possibility. Joe Thornton. Uh, uh, mm, I don't know if he's quite ready to be a coach yet. Is I think he's either okay. I think in a player's first year of retirement, they're not necessarily looking to be an assistant coach. I just think he's too, he's not good enough to be a Spezza anymore, but yeah. he still loves the game so much or a Perry, right? Or a, a Justin Williams who played, who was in Carolina last year. Like he's not good enough to be that like veteran presence that can be consistent, yeah. that can be relied on, that is like helpful. I don't but know. Is he ready to be a coach? Like I, that's, I, a, I, that's a pretty a while, significant yeah. I know, I know, I know. I just, I thought it'd be, it was a thought that creeped into my head. No, that's okay. That's okay. And I wanted to bring it up. I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, I think it could because he likes Toronto and he wanted to, he wants to live close to his parents who live in St. Thomas, Ontario. Oh, Melinda and John Thornton. Uh, Wait, what? I I don't know. Those are their names, no? I I don't know. Is that, are those their names? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So if uh, anyone wants to look them up and prove me wrong, feel free. Melinda and John Thornton. I totally pulled well, that out. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, how did you, what's going on here? You don't know the, you don't know the uh, uh, assistant coach of the Marlies, but you know, John Thornton's parents. <laughs> okay. I mean, Hey, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. Um, and then one last note here, Jacob regarding so, hockey. Yep is Henrik and Daniel are back on the scene. Uh, the Sedin twins. The Sedin twins are back. Not on uh, ice roll. Actually, that was clarified uh, in their presser because uh, they're joining the Canucks hockey ops department uh, as special advisors to uh, Jimbo Benning, the general manager of the Canucks. And so during the press conference, you're like, hey, is there any like on ice part to to your jobs? Like, will you ever get on with the team? And they're like, absolutely not. Um, So that was clarified. And so, yeah, I think that's, I think that's cool. I like the Sedins. I think they are very nice. I think they're very fun. I they had a run. They had a couple of years where they were just dominant, like every year. Like and they're just good points. people. Like, are they? Like if I if I, I needed someone, I mean either. But if I did, okay. I think it would be very fun to meet them and be. Apparently, they're very cool. Here's a here's a here's a tangent question for you. What? Which current NHL player would you want to have beers with? Just like based on their stories, personality, um, stature, whatever. Like, I'm gonna try. Just a guy to hang out with. I'm gonna try and remove my Leafs bias here because I, I, yeah, like I want to go kind of. Well, it can be Austin. You can go Austin. No, I don't want to though because I'm. uh, If I'm gonna be honest, I'm. I'm really kind of upset with him at this moment. Okay, Um, it's been a month almost, eh? And it gets more and more potent every single day. Every single day, every day the Canadians up, win. I wake up angrier, and I get so I get more and more and more frustrated. Um, man, listen, if 
ask me two years ago, I probably would have a completely different answer. But seeing Spezza on the Leafs has really kind of changed my opinion of him. I didn't like him before. I know you did, obviously. Ottawa, born and raised. Well, not raised, born. Raised? When did you move? A little bit raised. Four years. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's raised. 100% that's raised. So, born and raised uh, in Ottawa. Um, I think I think Spezza would probably be my person. I think he would have some fun stories to say. Um, he's a good, he seems like a, a fun guy. What about you? NHL, NHL, I'm probably going, um, Crosby. I was going to say Crosby just because the stories, like, yeah, man, talent and the success yeah. he's had, but I'd probably go with Tavares to be honest with you. Really? I feel like I, like, I want to just like, I feel like he's just a guy that can like one-on-one talk like really well. I feel like he can one-on-one situations like he can get after it so and he's, wanna, he's got yeah wisdom okay. he's got that knowledge he's got the talent like he's got a lot of things he's we're like again another guy he's raised in the same neighborhood i was here in, in oakville so yeah he was that's close, a great eh? starter great yeah. starter there yeah. so um yeah i think johnny t's up there and honestly i also think someone like um uh jonathan taves up there for me too because he's got the cops too yeah, no, that's a good that's a good one. Um, I want to give two because I think again least bias. I'm gonna pick someone who's not on the Leafs. Uh, um, man, I'm just thinking of like every every player that I find interesting. Yeah, is, it's is an on the spot the, question. No, no, but give, if... me, give me give me two more seconds. I think. Uh, I think Flurry would be kind of fun to talk to. Mm. He he seems like a pretty genuine, fun, laughable, jokester type of guy just based on the stuff that he's doing on and off the ice. And so I think that would be cool. And listen, man, like probably Carey Price up there as well. I think he would be kind of fun too. Of course, of course. Um, Yeah, I think one thing we should say too Mm. is that obviously – We'd want to have conversations with like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. No, These are no, just like, no. Okay, well, I would. I would love that. No. Obviously. I think that's hey, obvious. Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Nope. How does it nope. feel? Nope. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. There we go. Okay. If he ever wants to be on this pod, we're just going to make sure. And just, just in case, we just delete got the next. all deniability. Yeah. Well, I think okay. we need to delete every episode that we've done from <laughs> be- <laughs> end of May till probably september or october because there will be some 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 ridicule pretty pretty consistently yeah yep yeah but no finish Um, your thought i actually want to hear what you were gonna say oh about mitch yeah so mitch how does it feel to get paid i think it was like 14 million dollars this year usd with the signing bonuses and everything how does it feel because that'd be my first question would be how does it feel to, to to get paid that and and then do absolutely nothing in the playoffs like does it affect you does, does it does it do you care cuz these are genuine questions cuz i see him in his pre, like post game presser and I, and i see him out living his life and hey live your life bro i get it like i'm not trying to 
like people were kind of knocking him for like going on vacation and stuff like like what he's, he's what's he supposed to do right? yeah like, like what yeah go like, practice he, yeah like no he and he just finished a full season where he could do nothing and see his none of his friends like go 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 do whatever enjoy your off season you're you're a hockey player by by profession but you're also a person that deserves a break but i would like to know that's growth from you right there that's growth oh no that yeah that that's about six and a half hours of 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 therapy work um i would like to know if it affects him like does like does he care because i think he does but his actions or lack thereof is something that i would like some clarity on because i hope he cares when he gets paid $14 million. I mean, of course he cares. I don't, of well, then what is cares. he doing? Then what is he doing in the playoffs? What is he doing in the playoffs? Cause I, he's, he's 24 years old. Okay. That gets paid $14 million. Big picture here. I understand Trade the him. frustrations. Trade him. Get him off. Enjoy, you're going to end up sounding like I did. Anaheim. When Vladdy. Enjoy Anaheim. You're, you're sounding like I am after I was bitter about the Jays. Here's the thing. Playoff the loss thing. last hey, year. Hey, hey. I don't understand contract stru- structure at all in the in the MLB, but isn't Vladdy signed extremely long term at like a manageable AAV? I'm fairly certain he's a free agent through 2025, 2026. Okay, so okay, so that's a window, and is his AAV pr- like digestible? Oh, it absolutely is. Okay. I think he he does okay. have a fair signing bonus, cool. right? Because he was a pretty big prospect. Yeah, but his, I just don't I, understand. I just don't know. So yeah, it's, it's low. Great. So that is a completely different story than, than it. Listen, if Mitch was on his ELC, Hey, Mitch, you're good. You tried your hardest. I I guess it was cute. But when you're getting paid the second highest amount in the entire NHL and do not produce at all, Get out of here. Go to Anaheim. I understand that. Go to Columbus. Go wherever. Because that's unacceptable. Like that. And like, I know we've really digressed. And listen, I I know I I get emotional with this with him. (laughs) But I just, I would like to know, does he really care? You're, because you're I'm genuine, here. Genuinely, I'm you're here. genuinely I'm asking that. I, I wake up. I wake up every morning, and I'm spending an amount of hours that I would like not to admit because it's unhealthy. Looking at cap friendly, looking at, at 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 how I can make this team better. Okay, so I'm doing that every day, <laughs> and then I've got Mitch in Puerto Rico. Ordering chicken nuggets and smiley French fries. That, that, that's what's that's what that is what he's doing. Jacob. What's he gonna? You literally just said it. What is he supposed to be doing? I'm not blaming him. I'm here. not blaming, but this is what this is where my frustration this is where my frustration frustration is at. So that's why I would like to ask this question. Like, do you care? Okay, I understand. You, you, I understand where you, you're coming from. You, you, you can't have it both ways. Demanded, you, say- you demanded a letter, which you got. You demanded your AEV, 
You sent a media circus through Toronto. You, you, you sewered Dubes. You sewered um, your reputation. You grew up a Leaf fan. You got paid. Get it together. Here's why I'm not frustrated with Matthews and Nylander. And it, and, it, and it sucks. And a lot of people's frustration about Marner, I do think, is just, has, is just resurfacing from this contract negotiation era, Sherman. Mm-hmm. Matthews signed early. Matthews signed market, market value. Matthews kept quiet. Matthews came out and said, all, all I want to play in Toronto is uh, this is where I want to play. Signed a decent contract. Didn't, didn't. It's pretty high too. Like it's pretty high. He deserved it though. Like that's what you're getting paid. Okay. I would have well, liked a little bit more term, but he got it. it he got paid. Nylander, his contract looks fantastic. Not to everyone. We won't go there right now. Um, kept quiet for the most part. But then you've got Marner, who 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 bled Dubis with everything that he had, literally. Him and Paul. Him and Paul. Let's let's not ridiculous. forget Paul. It's ridiculous. His dad demanded him to have a letter. His dad demanded him to play on the same line as Matthews. His dad demanded him to play on the power play. His dad. He apparently he's babied. Apparently he is coddled like a little toddler. And so that would that's my question. Is by who? Is his parents or like the team? I think or it's what? the team. I think it's the team. Okay, then then that's not on I him. don't understand. And I think this is why this is why Dubis is in is the general manager, and I'm not. Because I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. I Marner would have been gone. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't would have been gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not rational, but he would have been gone. Would I have have lost that trade? Would I have lost that trade? 150%. 100%. But you wanted the payday. You got the payday. Figure it out. Yep. So I don't know why Dubis doesn't. And this is where I think, this is why I think he's coddled, Jacob. Because Dubis comes out post 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 mortem, literally after after they get eliminated, locker day virtual cleanup. Yeah, you know, I just believe in them. I just believe in this core, and I, as a general manager, didn't do all that I could. And I, I, you know, we need to set them up better for success. Uh, uh, I need to, I need to reevaluate kind of how I approach this season and, and be better. This is what Dubas said, which I think is all true. I think you could be better, Dubas. Everyone can be better. No one's perfect. Except Jacob bodies, DeGroff. Bodies um, yeah, Jacob DeGroff. But I just, I just wish that there was just some public accountability on anyone. Simon, like, validate he's been, he's me. He's very much. Me. Validate me. Like, I want Dubas to say, yeah, Marner was shit. 
He need, or or he, Marner, you can't Marner say that about your stars. 100%. It happened. It happened. Look, Colorado's coach literally said that exact thing when okay, they got Simon, blown Simon. out by Vegas. When they got blown out by Vegas, he literally said, "Look at the game sheet. Their stars were much much better than ours." But no, no, in Toronto, in Toronto, our coach, our coach doesn't make in-game changes because we're afraid to upset Mitchie's feelings. Oh no, if we take him off the power play, is he gonna is he gonna call dad? Is he gonna call? Is he gonna call Paul Marner? Is that what he's is that what he's gonna do? So so I'm listening to Keith, I'm listening to Dubis, and yeah, listen, we just as a team need to be better. No, no. No, the goalie did their job. Campbell was fantastic. Riley, whoa, Riley, where are you coming from, Riley? You had a fantastic, you had a fantastic postseason. The best defensive play I have ever seen from him, right? You got Spezza and, and, and Nylander being the primary scorers. And, and, and you got your defense Muzzin goes down. That sucks. But you got TJ Brody. That's fantastic. And then, and then, and then you, you, your, your two stars, the, the players that get paid the most, the most, just absolutely go to sleep. They go to sleep and I heard nothing. Marner says, yeah, I expect a lot of myself. Do you? Do you? I sure as hell hope so. When you get paid the second highest amount this year, unacceptable. So there just has to be accountability. There has to be. I Dubis agree, ha- but but it doesn't have to be public accountability. Hundred percent. It has Why to be at this point because it because it was last year. It's been like nineteen games since he's had a playoff goal. Okay, but why does it have to be public? Why this is how mad I public? am. This is how mad I, I know, am. I know. I understand your no, 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 no. Why does it have to I be do want to public? Move on. I don't want to do this. If this is okay. this is entertainment. I know it's funny. I'm gonna regret this when I'm editing the, editing this tonight because I'm letting the emotions get the best of me. That's okay. That's 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 the pod we need. But 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 Marner could produce at 170 points next year. Because when when I when when I when I calm down and I look at the situation, I know Marner's going to be back in a Leafs uniform next year. I know that because you can't win a trade with that with that AEV and that type of player. We we we've we've done it. We've chosen him. But Marner could produce at 160 points next year. Regular season could care less. I could care less. I'm thinking to myself, and I will, but I, but I, how, how can I watch the regular season? How like what's the point? They they had they had, they had a fantastic one last year. It was fun, right? They were consistent. They 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 did very very well. They won the division. But if they if they if they if they just go to sleep in the playoffs, which they do, which Marner does, eighteen games. I don't know the number. Unacceptable. So yes, I I do think there has to be some sort of public accountability. Because to me right now, it looks like there isn't any. And maybe there is. I God don't God knows. Paul Marner is just on the phone with Mitch as soon as he got off the ice, getting verbally berated. I know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I just would have liked either Dubis or 
man, Mark Stone, Mark Stone. Mar- I'm then we're going to move on. Mark Stone, Vegas last night or the night. I think it, I, when was their, when was their closing interviews? Uh, it was either I yesterday or the day before had like a four or five sentence quote that literally, and I'm paraphrasing here. So please don't quote me. Mm-hmm. I'm the leader of this team. I, I, I can't perform the way that I performed. That was unacceptable. I'm responsible for leading this team and I didn't. And this is what happened. Simon, here's what I think about, about what you're, what's going on right now. I know it's still fresh. I know that. And I know you, you have a lot into this. But a talent like Mitch Marner, he's going to come around. And I know we didn't come around this year. This year was the easiest route he we've ever had ben to the Cup. Simmons okay. Of NHL. okay, okay, I understand that. But he's young, okay? This is this is how... Jacob, we have three years no, no, no. left of Matthews' is, contract. We have this three. This is how three. Simon, Simon, Michael Jordan, and I'm not comparing Mitch Marner to Michael Jordan, but I want you to look at a similar route he took. Michael Jordan didn't win a, a championship to 91, okay? Drafted in 84. He was the best player, obviously. Multiple first-round exits, okay? He's now regarded as one of the most winning best players of all time. I think... You need to have a little bit of perspective at this point in time. And I know it's still fresh. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner did upset. They did disappoint. And I'm, I promise you someone is holding them accountable. You can't be at this level without being held accountable by your coach, by your teammates. I just, I think fans need to be vindicated, you know? Like, yeah, I just, but why? Why do fans need to be vindicated? I know they deserve a little bit better. I know that. But why do they need to be vindicated? Because here. They gave us valid optimism this season. Just the way that they performed. My favorite playoffs this year, or sorry, my favorite playoffs of the Leafs was the uh, 2016 Capitals against Capitals. Want to know why, Jacob? Pourquoi? We had no expectations. That was Matthews' first year. We were just this 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 kind of rug rat team that had no business being in the playoffs, but it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. But now we're here and we can't win around. And now we have expectations. And when expectations aren't met, I I need uh, I need something. So I, I, I can't watch this team next year if they bring it back. I can't, and I won't. If they bring this same team back and they just plug a couple uh, veteran players, bottom six again, I'm not watching this team. You will. First of all, you will watch this But think team. about it, though, man. Like, I can't. I, like, I, I, like, and maybe, I, 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 what were you going to say? I was going to say maybe it's, it's, it's just something – I know, I know you can't, you can't do too much with your top six every year. Okay. But it's not working though. Something's not working. The plan that they had with Marner's contract when he signed it, and I have to give credit a little bit to him when he signed it. And when Dubis made it, he had no idea what COVID is that that wasn't a thing. The flat cap wasn't a thing. So like Dubis's plan was for cap to go up. And in the later, later years of his contract, that was digestible. Okay. Mm -hmm. Things have changed. 
unfortunately. The world has changed. You need to adapt, right? Like you need to do something now, Dubis. You had this plan. It's not working anymore. You have 50% of your cap allocation to four forwards, two of which did absolute nothing in the playoffs. Three, actually, because one was injured. That's what I mean. Two, three, three. I, I can't blame Tavares for getting injured. You know, he's still, he's at the end of the day, he's still, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. Anything, that so. sucks. That sucks. And Dubis didn't play for that either. But what I'm saying though is plans change. You're not trading Matthews, right? That's not happening. You can't trade Tavares because he has a You're full not, move. They won't be trading Marner. They won't be. So get that, just get that through. So digest so, that. So it's only Marner and Nylander who, who could be traded. And I, your Dubis is not dumb enough to trade Nylander. Okay, so then you look at defense. Are you moving out Riley? He has one year left till UFA. Do we have the money to sign him? No. So why are we going to walk his ass to free agency? Let's sign him. Let's sorry. Let's trade him. Or if we are going to sign him, sign him now. We have this team has to be more proactive. They have to be. We can't just keep like like um like fiddling with this. Right, like. Either sign Riley or don't trade him. Okay, cap space. Hyman, why did we let Hyman just walk into free agency? Think about that, though. Think about that. Why did we just? We didn't but, have like, the money. We didn't have the money. Seven, but if this why. team, but if this team, because there were reports earlier on in the year that Hyman was going to stay with the Leafs, going to take a discount. That has now changed since recent reporting. Why didn't we sign Hyman last offseason when when we could have he had an unreal year this year, right? Yeah, well, they signed well. a bunch of they signed a bunch of other guys that were but supposed my, to be part what of I'm this. trying to okay. say though, Jacob, and I, I do want to stop soon because I am on a tangent here and I apologize for this. No, keep going. Um, why why is this team just so reactionary? We're and I get it. Hyman's a type of player, especially how this team is created, that we need to give up and just let away. I get it. But why do we just do this? Why are we going to let Riley walk? Like, move him. Get the cap space. Get a couple players. Or don't. Like, figure... Or, or, or sign him if he wants to stay. I'm good with whatever. I would like Riley to be part of this team. What I don't want is just to him walk off and get paid $9 million by a team next year in free agency, which I think he could probably command. Uh, that's a little high. $8 million. Seven, high, five. Yeah. Seven, five, eight. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I, I think, think it's Riley's like going to get paid. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like an Alex Perciangelo deal. I think I, I'm with you. I think they if they can move Riley and get back. Something changed this either identity, a- bro. Like, I'm tired. How do you like, change? You can't change an identity without blowing up the core, though. And I'm, I'm, and they're not going to blow up the so, core. I'm, my fingers on the trigger with that. And I do think next year, if this happens again, Shanahan, Dubis, um, Wickenheiser, unfortunately, who just got promoted to director of player development, um, Steve Briere, Keith, full house sweep. MLSE board does not have the patience for this stuff anymore. I don't, I don't blame them. They do have yes. to sign Masai soon. That's what I was about That's to say, especially when you happen. have a, especially when you ha- literally look down the hall and have a successful NBA franchise who, who wins, who does, who's, who has consistency, who has good players, who drafts well, 
who develops well, who has a who has a coach of the year, who has one of I would say probably the 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 best president of of basketball operations in the league. I would probably yeah. say top top yeah. three. Just a great front office in general. Yeah, great. great so training if, if and I'm if I'm Tannebaum, and I, I I look at the Raptors to my right down the hall. Hey Masai, how you doing? Want to sign that contract? Not yet. Cool. I look at them, and then I look to the Leafs. Just a dumpster fire. Seriously, dumpster fire. They can't win. Um, we were up 3-1 to the Montreal Canadiens. We should be in the finals right now. Why, why am I, why am I, why am I, um, why am I keeping this around? Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. You're not keeping Marner around for the Jersey sales right now. There's a lot. People hate him. People hate him. People hate him. Right. There's a lot to consider when rebuilding a team and and not wanting to blow it up. So, so you, you think. That if this if history repeats itself, which listen, if I'm a betting man, which I am, maybe I bet against the Leafs again next year. But if if history repeats itself next year, you think you think this team's going to stay intact? No, there's no chance. No, no. After this year, no. no. After this year, no. no. But you have to give this young core another shot. See, Jacob, because, I, I think I disregard. I think I come with experience. No. See, here's it come is. with experience. Here it is, though. Here it is, though. I disagree that this is a young core now. We have three years left of Matthews. We have How three years left How of Matthews. How old is he? 24? He's not even in his prime yet. Why would he stay in Toronto? If it likes that, why would he stay in Toronto if we can't win? Why wouldn't he go to New York, who has a lot of endorsement deals, which he likes, who is going to be a team at that stage and who can pay him more? Because that's still at that point. Guess whose contract we still have on the books? Tavares and Marner. So, so we have to start thinking about, yes, I, this core is inherently young, right? By age and I, by experience too, I would say, you know, you think a, a, a comparable that I often hear is like the capitals. Like it took the capitals like 15 years to, to win and a lot of disappointment, heartbreak. Okay. However, a, the capitals won a couple of series, right? And two, even the lightning dude, even the yeah, lightning. Yeah. yeah. But, but. Two, um, Ovechkin was signed to like a 14-year contract at that point when it was still allowed under that version of the CBA. We don't have that. And like, listen, if Matthews walks, perfect. We are now a six-pod slash whatever team he goes to. And it sucks, man. Like, it sucks because... Like what? Like what are we doing here? Here's what I think we should do, Simon. I think you and I we should have episodes titled "How to Realistically Fix the Leafs This Offseason," and we'll just have a full episode where we break down realistic, tangible things the Leafs can do, in our opinion, to improve this team's chances come next playoff. Okay. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, everybody, listen. Uh, I'm sorry. 
for for uh, that. Um, I hope I hope it was somewhat educational, and if if not educational, somewhat entertaining. Uh, entertaining that would be good. Um, thank you for listening uh, to Six Pod. Um, more podcasts coming up. We've got some fun things in store for you all. Um, which will be very exciting. So yeah, thanks. uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.